You are listening to the Market Share Podcast presented by Milk Street Marketing, a discussion of all things marketing, branding, and beyond. The Market Share Podcast presented by Milk Street Marketing is a weekly discussion of current marketing trends and their impact on business owners and entrepreneurs alike. For more information, visit milkstreet.marketing backslash podcast. I mean, I was, I was, you know, uh, with family, you know, obviously throughout the holidays, as I'm, you know, as as everybody is, um, and I'm sure all the people that are involved in Bitcoin who are talking about it publicly, you know, commenting and uh, you know sharing things on social media about it, and anybody, you know, I know I was getting, I don't want to say attacked, but like had a lot of you know family people like come to me like yo what's going on with this like yo you're heavy in this like oh what is it and then like they all have their preconceived notions oh it sounds like a scam it's a, sh- it's a bubble oh it's all shady it's all you know shady. what i'll say to them i'll be like i was just kidding i'm not talking i'm always about just this. like i don't feel like i need to like you know justify it to you like do your own research that's what i mean that's why i'm like ah, i don't know nothing like i'm, I'm telling you i'm in and it's doing all right you know what i mean <laughs> i realized that it, you know anything could happen that's what i say like and that's my one of my big, you know, responses when they start with the negative and like getting like intent, like almost agitated about it. It's like, all right, well, what happened in two thousand eight with the housing market? How'd that work out for everybody? <laughs> you know, you can talk about like booms and busts and all these things, like and bubbles. You know, bubbles happen in the real world economy just as much as they're going to happen. They haven't even happened in the crypto. You know. There's been, you know, I got a lot of that too over the holidays. And I just found it interesting that it was always a regurgitation of everything that was said, like in the news, yet they didn't have anything. They didn't have any knowledge of how it works or what's happening or why it's up or why it's down or just anything like that. And, and it is like a, I, I, it is like an attack the way they are like, ha ha, look at, look at you kind of. But I think they're mad. You guys that, do no, get defensive it, about it, though. You have pre predetermined answers for the stuff. But the people like well, that have come to me, like that have like been real, like kind of vehement about it, and be like, "Oh, it's just shout shady. I would never get it." Like, I think they're just mad that they're not in, and you know, what I mean, they see how well it's doing, and they're hoping that it crashes because they want to be able to say, "I told you so." I think there's definitely a part of that, uh, and it's a risk. It is an obvious risk. So, as and, with any investment. Yeah, but this is more than any investment because it's this unpredictable. Is, yeah, like well, it's could, pay, I still, I still, I told him I still have trouble understanding what it's actually based on. Well, I think everybody is honestly, and that's that. I think that is why people that have all these negative things they report from the news is because it's a little weird to just be like, I don't know yet. Like I'm not sure yet. It's it's yeah. it's yeah, really young point. and really kind of crazy. And and for. I get it for people to say, I'm going to put a thousand dollars into some, I don't know yet. Like that's the risk there is like there, the potential is huge, but yeah, I mean, it might, I might not work out. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, there's, and there's a lot of what ifs and questions around it, which is because it's so new, but there, that's why the potentials there to, to make money. Because the story I'm telling people is that it's not so much about the cryptocurrency. It's, it's about the, blockchain technology Absolutely. that powers it and that's what we have to keep in mind and I tell them you know the same thing I'm telling everybody is that you know same things you know it's not like I invented or you know I wrote this story I mean this is what I've gathered and have collected in my head after doing you know copious amounts of research online watching videos talking to other people that are involved with this you know answering diving questions in. from people diving in and you know it's you know it's about you got to think about it like where we were with the internet in the mid to late 90s and we had the dot-com boom and the dot-com bust. 
because they had this technology and they didn't, it was too infantile. They didn't understand how to monetize it and, and make it into what it is today. And, you know, they, all these venture capitalists gave all these dot-com companies money, just like now, anybody who's putting blockchain in their company name, like that Long Island Ice Tea Company is now Long Island Blockchain Company and their stock rose 400%, you know? <laughs> I mean, that, it's like, it's so like, and remember, history repeats itself. You know, everything comes back around full circle. So anybody who was a dot-com company, they had venture capitalists throwing money at them. And then it came back, you know, a couple years later, like, hey, what do you got? And they're like, nothing. We got, we got a code, you know? We have this website that looks clunky and is like, you know, yeah. it's limited and you can't do this and you can't do that and it takes forever to do this and it takes forever to do that and you got to be, you know, there's only so many people who knew like really hardcore coding. Now there's, you know, as time goes on, more and more people get exposed to it and learn about it and understand it. And, you know, after a couple of years, they had nothing. And that's when the dot-com, comp- you know, that's when we had the crash. But then out of that, as we know, came companies like Google and Amazon and Yahoo and MySpace and then eventually Facebook. You know, and these companies took the Internet to a place that nobody could imagine. I find it really interesting that you can't find anything about Facebook and cryptocurrency. I can't believe they don't have something going on with it. Yeah, yeah it is. Can't that is believe. But then Apple, and but then Apple then goes and puts it in your pocket. You know what I mean? And now we're talking about the internet of things. You know, where the internet is involved in every aspect of your life. You know, and that was in what over the course of twenty years. So think about that now. Think about that's where we are with blockchain technology. We're at where the internet was in the mid to late nineties. And but, nobody even knows how this is going to happen. And as far as I, and I mean, I could be wrong on this, I, you know, but I think if you read the white paper, I think the blockchain technology, I think cryptocurrency was a beta test application for blockchain technology. Absolutely. That and all these computer programmers did kind of amongst their own little community. We always go back to community, right? Blockchain and cryptocurrency is very community driven. But yeah. it started with that, you know, initial base community, right? Of Same way Facebook computer. started out with college. Exactly. Like the, and exclusivity. Little test group. Yeah. And I think the best way to look at cryptocurrency is it's investing in a blockchain technology. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not, the currency aspect of it is deceiving to, to a lot of people, I think. You know what people can't get their, wrap their heads around is that you don't get anything for it. They're like, all right, so I buy, like, I don't have paper money in my hand, you know, and I use, like, the reference to gold. They're like, but, you know, you get a certificate, you know. And when I talk about people putting money in their bank account, they're like, yeah, but I get a bank account. I get a statement from my bank account. I'm like, how do you get that statement? They're like, I get it in the mail. I'm like, but not a lot of people do. But I, think, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't the, get paper the, statements. The comparison is like a share of a company. Like, you, they understand a share in a company is exactly. worth this. And you get a certificate for that share of no, stock. No, but you don't have to buy a whole share. You could own a, th- a fourth of a share, a but, third of a share. Whatever. And, and that's the way you're buying a unit of, blo- of the blockchain the, in that way. It's not like... I don't think and, you're and, you're, and you're investing in, you're putting your money in, in blockchains that you believe have a good use for the blockchain and are going to be successful. That's where it works outside of the currency. And I try telling but, people it's strictly supply and demand. Like when people are like, oh, how, you know, like why is it worth 13000 It's worth 13000 because there's $230 billion of money invested into this number of blockchains. But that's for the Bitcoin. As soon as it gets beyond that and it's just 
the use for the blockchain technology. You can invest in that use for the blockchain technology without like going through a stock exchange or something. You're actually saying, I think you're, you know, I'm going to make your, it is worth this more. I think it's going to get more valuable. So I'm going to buy more and you have more money to fund your idea or. So it goes back to when do these cryptocurrencies start to align themselves with different large corporations or brands? You know, and when maybe Bitcoin becomes the new American dollar, maybe there's no dollar in 20 years. Or I maybe could, there's just a Bitcoin and all the other money instead of money being, you know, how there's exchanges. You can exchange dollars for German francs or, you know, Deutschmarks or whatever, you yeah. know, like Bitcoin is now the standard but upon which money is based. It's I mean, and instead of different national denominations, you have corporation currencies well, and denominations. Well, what Jim's talking about is is right in that you're investing in the technology that's using the blockchain that the cryptocurrency represents. For example, the but what, what allows that, what makes that uh, revolutionary and like, it seems like, well, no, that doesn't, you know, we have stocks and stuff is the decentralization of it. It's the open source of it and the, the complete uh, transparency that you couldn't have before. And that's, I mean, that's why these corporations aren't so quick to align with them because they are corporations founded on centralization and a power structure that goes away in some degrees, or at least changes dramatically. And large corporations are not, you know, quick to change. But I so also dramatically. think that like, when you look at Bitcoin, <clears throat> it's use, it's value in the blockchain is only what people are going to pay for it. But what about when you're buying it? So it's really worth nothing. It's really worth, well, worth only what people are willing to pay for it. But what about, when that blockchain is being used for, for example, I read a thing the other day that said they're going to use, be able to use the blockchain technology for all, everybody that has solar panels on their roofs. And it's like, oh, you're, uh, you know, stupid. Everybody gets a solar panel. You're supposed to get tax cuts. I don't know why everybody has them. They're supposed to be great for the environment. But what about if you could actually store your excess energy on the blockchain and use it for other stuff? Or use it to to sell to other people in your neighborhood because all the solar panels in the neighborhood would be connected to the same... I guess circuit. I don't know what they call that. But the, but so the idea is like that tech, that use for that blockchain is to share energy with people and keep people's energy costs down. Like that's the value of that blockchain. It's not just what people want to pay for it. It's the use for it. Right. So it's like I feel like moving forward, that is the 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 block. That's how like and you can invest. You know. Yeah. I don't know how that would work. It gets crazy, but it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And what I really like, and I don't know if this is you know kind of an out there or a common kind of theory that with all these blockchain with all these I'm sorry cryptocurrencies now not not blockchains but the cryptocurrencies and being able to invest in companies directly like this and exchange so easily in between and you know all these you know there's the currency safe if it's on the blockchain technology so to speak right so this allows you to like exchange just exchange any kind of value of anything for anything. I mean, if everything becomes, uh, you know, on the blockchain technology, then any kind of, you know, if Target does make its own blockchain technology and you have money in Target, and you know, you can easily take that out and put it uh, somewhere else. I mean, I well, don't know how to We're talking about the blockchain it. technology. I mean, if we're talking about this for, you know, if we're taking our audience into consideration, people who might not understand, you know, this, at, you know, this might be their first time hearing about blockchain or maybe they've only heard very little about blockchain and cryptocurrency like what actually is blockchain technology I mean, blockchain technology from the way that i understand it is 
it's verify it's the act of uh, it's it's an open source public ledger right we know that that says you have this amount of something and this person has this amount of something you gave this guy this much of it so now your account is depleted by that much and his amount is is increased by that amount and then there's people on the blockchain there's computers that are solving algorithms that verify that transaction that there's a there's an algorithm associated with that transaction that then needs to get verified by other computers that are processing mining bitcoin when they talk about mining cryptocurrency i thought that was the decentralization of it though it is an open ledger and everybody that's on the bit on the blockchain has a copy of that ledger and every time a transaction happens it gets verified on every single computer bought into that bit chain and if somebody says it's wrong it gets kicked out or questioned i don't know what happens there no 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 um not everyone like not everyone who holds bitcoin is holding that ledger only people who are mining the the, the, really? mine, the miners are the miners are the ones that are verifying the online transactions yeah is this just for which Bi you could equate for all of them which okay. you could equate to just any sort of online activity and that's where i think you know that blockchain technology is going to expand beyond cryptocurrency i mean the you know we've talked about you know, healthcare applications, we've talked about education applications, grading, we've talked about for students, we've talked about voting, you music know? licensing. Well, there's no reason. Think about all the voter fraud that's vote. always so going on, right. all the yeah. voter fraud that's always getting, you know, people are getting accused of, and it's, you know, it's like every election, there's like, there's suspicion of voter fraud. You know, I, you know, everything I know about the blockchain technology sounds like that would, you know, that would eliminate that potential, you know, corruption. Like how many miners are there though, for for just safe for Bitcoin right now? Um, I don't know. I know there's so many of them that you can't even get into into it. Like that's why hmm. it costs so much because there's. But it's a technically huge, that's a good question. Let me find out. That's what I'm saying. So I thought it was everybody that had bought into the blockchain. Now there's there. another way, which is proof of stake. I think into the blockchain. I don't know what that means. Like, you you own you a piece of the block. Like when you own Bitcoin, of, that means you own a piece of the blockchain. I don't know. What do that, you do with it? You do though. You own a piece of the, the, the cryptocurrency blockchain. Like you own a piece, you own point whatever I don't think, of a Bitcoin. I don't think that's the way it works. What do you mean? I don't think that you own any part of a blockchain. You're, you're you in it though. Bitcoin. You have a, you have like your, so, code that you have is like it puts you on the chain. Like you're, if you own it, your code, your transaction ID is imprinted on the blockchain. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you own the blockchain. Mm. That's just a documented record of the transaction that says I sent you a half point oh five Bitcoin. You gave me your guitar and I paid you in Bitcoin. Point oh five Bitcoin because that's what we determined. You know, point oh five Bitcoin is worth. Uh, well, I guess what, what I'm saying uh, is like seven hundred fifty dollars. Being a part of the blockchain rather than owning a piece of it, but I mean, in the context of what you were you, what you were talking about in terms of you know investing in the technology and like making it, you know equivalent to stocks. I mean, this again, this is going to disrupt the whole financial sector. I mean, these could be the new stocks in twenty years. You know, this is what, or the stock exchange now could just develop their own Bitcoin tech, their own not Bitcoin, their own mm -hmm. blockchain technology, which I'm sure they're going to do, and that's how they operate trading, and it all just becomes kind of one big thing right looks like there's about 150,000 miners um, and they said it's probably higher than that and it's it's really hard to estimate um, 
but that's just for Bitcoin and, you know, and then like we have to do a little bit more research, but I think the proof of stake is the other option. And I think that's more of along the lines of what you're speaking of, where if you're a party, there, there aren't necessarily so many miners somehow when you buy into it, you are a miner. I'm not, a, or you use the service, you are a miner, like steam it. I, I'm not exactly sure. I need to, I need a, well, the other, I need to read more about that before our Bitcoin basics. Right. And I, I think it, it comes down to it being a, a store of value. You know, when you talk about, um, you know, it's relationship to like when people call it digital gold, you know, or digital currency. I mean, currency is basically a representation of some store of value. You know, I remember, I, I mean, I, I, this is, I'm sure we've had the conversation. I definitely had it with Brody the other day. We were talking about basically the barter system. You know, I mean, that's how currency got evolved in the first place was through, you know, being, hey, I have shoes. I make shoes. You have potatoes. I'm going to trade you shoes for potatoes. And you grow potatoes. I'm going to sh- trade you shoes for potatoes. Mm-hmm. Well, now the other guy down the street, he's got, you know, he's got all the cows and he's butchering cows and giving out, he's got all the cow meat, you know, and now you determine what's the relation. Like if I'm like, Hey, it took me, you know, four days to make these shoes. <laughs> well, then I'm going to put my value. I'm going to want more of your potatoes. Cause you didn't do shit. You got all, you got a, you know, you're growing potatoes, you know, by the bag full, you know, you got potatoes for days. You know what I mean? Your potatoes aren't worth as much as my shoes, but then there became a value to that, to that work, that proof of work. We talk about proof of work as well. There's a relationship between the proof of work and the store of value. Because now if a gold, like gold had utility, but like the Knights Templar, they didn't want to carry around gold from city to city and from country to country. So that's how the centralized banking system started. That's how currency started. And then that became a store of value so that you could buy shoes. You know, you could buy potatoes. You didn't have to trade them anymore. That's well, a barter it, system went away. So that's thinking about cryptocurrency as a store of value, you know, it's strictly supply and demand. It's like the it's the most volatile commodity that there is probably out there in the market. Whereas gold is very stable because it's not going to change and it's been balanced for thousands of years. Cryptocurrency is so new, it's so volatile. Right. But when you buy like that's when there's you know you take the market capitalization. If there's two hundred fifty billion dollars in Bitcoin, you know people have invested into buying Bitcoin from each other. <laughs> then you take the number of shares. That's the that's out there. Divide that into the market cap. That is the value of it. Is all that money that's sitting in there. That's what people, you know, that's what, you know, I try to explain to people too. Is that's, that's why, you know, Bitcoin is worth 10000 The more people buy Bitcoin, the more rare it becomes, you know, and then it just becomes a commodities market. You know, it's all supply and demand. Yeah. yeah. And then we still have to talk about Litecoin and Ethereum and what makes those different. Well, we're going to talk about all of it on January 10th. It's interesting how this is the thought I have. Like you talk about the barter system. Well, the barter system wouldn't work today at all. What do you make? What do you make? What do you make? Do you grow potatoes? Do you make shoes? Do you, do you, 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 nobody does anything. (laughs) No, I'm just saying like nobody makes websites. We make websites. Well, right. But I'm just saying like you can't need a website. There has (laughs) to be. It's interesting. Like. So as like our, at least in America, I think the industrial like, revolution, we became this like that. service middleman. Like we don't really make anything. We got a lot of money because we get find people to buy stuff. And like, it's this whole thing shifting around, but it's like, if we had to go back to, you know, it wouldn't work. All, and all the manufacturing jobs, all the farming, anything, anybody that makes anything, we send them away. It happens in other countries for cheaper. And that's interesting. 
Mm. So it's interesting. Like I don't, I can't think of it all right now. But but here's the thing. Like now you've created this. Basically, you've created a market. You've created a store of value where people are saying, "I'm not going to put my money in the U.S. dollar anymore. I'm going to put it on Bitcoin." I mean, that's the goal, right? Is to get people to start paying for things with Bitcoin. Well, right? yeah. The the Bitcoin becomes more valuable as more people start accepting it as a currency. Right now, so it's real I, like niche. So if I build a, certain places, if though. I build a custom mantle, right? And I put, you know, $300 worth of uh, materials into it and, you know, a weekend is full of work. And I've determined that this thing is worth, you know, $1,000 or 0.1 Bitcoin, you know. And now it's now I've now that point that 0.1 Bitcoin, it's a it's a store value. It's a proof of work. You know, it's a proof of work, like from the person who gave it to me. You know, it's like there's value in that. It's the value of that Bitcoin is the work that I put into that mantle. But you could say the same thing with money too, with dollar bills the way it well, is Well, that's now. why it's a cryptocurrency. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yes, but... But money's not currency. Money, uh, yeah, the, and the U.S. dollar is manipulated. So, I Well, mean, that, that was my point of why I asked how many miners are there of Bitcoin. 150,000, like, that's a lot less than I thought. Like in the way I had it in my head, and it could be very. And I don't even know when so it's this like, was written. Hold and on. how many servers do that each? How, you know what I mean? Like how what, many of those would you have to manipulate to manipulate the system? Is a miner like one server, or right, is a yeah. miner like a guy who has I servers? Feel, set I up? feel like, and this is my prediction right. that with the way it is now, it's blowing up. Somebody's gonna. F- there, there's gonna be a way to. Ex- it gets exploited, and the person that can fix I think that it's already and move been exploited. No, 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 no. I mean, like, like hacked type of situation like there's going to be a breach there's going to be a problem see you say you can't but what i'm saying there no i say it's been hacked there's you know what i mean there's i just there's been incidents it's the 51 percent they have to get yeah i feel like it's just i don't know it's just it's it's so in there's there's so many possibilities which is interesting uh an interesting reason to keep it split and not just everything bitcoin and like only accept bitcoin it's an interesting reason to have a lot of different currencies well and it's also it's at least if one gets hacked you're you're not wiped out yeah well that's like any investment strategy you're supposed to diversify so you're not heavy on one thing and you know if that one thing fails it's like life and business you know what i mean it's like anything Hmm. yeah people say that you know marcus has said that you know keep you know I think you do it too, right? I'm starting to do it now. Have money on separate exchanges. Don't have, don't be off, you know, loaded onto one just in case. But, you know, one thing, you know, people like, you know, talk about it, like what happens if it gets hacked? Uh, I know, and I don't know about all of them, but I believe GDAX is insured. Well, and people have to understand. But for how much? Right, that's true. I mean, like FDIC only a bank will only insure you two hundred fifty thousand dollars in account. But but even that, that's I mean, that's you know, people do the same thing with banks. They only nobody, you know, any any right. financial advisor would tell you don't keep more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars in any it's one not bank. Insured. And I think that's people why. have to right because it's only insured to that amount. Right. You have to realize too, like I think one of the hacks that people talk about was uh, actually an exchange being hacked, and like, uh, right? I think that's what it was. I, it's not the currency itself it's not bitcoin it's not somebody one time in the early stages i believe bitcoin got somebody got the 51 percent. but um yeah the recent any recent things that you heard when i think there was a lot like a million dollars worth of bitcoin lost that was an exchange that was hacked like if coin gate coinbase can get hacked that doesn't mean bitcoin is not secure 
Coinbase doesn't own Bitcoin. It has nothing to do with, well, you know what I mean. It's not directly related. It's like saying, Coinbase is like saying a bank, like TD Bank. Yeah. If, they, like got, a, if they got hacked.